0: Wait. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to The Psychic Wives. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Jerry Karabin. And I'm Ginger Hendry. So, this week on, uh, on our podcast, we are talking about the books uh, that are most interesting to us, kind of the book that got us started in. Going down this path of developing our intuition and our psychic abilities and stuff, so we're just having a good old uh kind of an online book club today, I guess is what we'd call it <laughs> um, I'd be happy to start out with a couple of my books that um that were big for me Go for um, it. yeah the uh so the book that was so interesting to me that was about the medium, mediumship stuff is called The Afterlife of Billy Fingers. Um, and it's written by a, a woman, Annie Kagan, and it's basically a memoir. And it's, um, it's about her story about her brother, her brother died. Um, and after his death, he came back to her giving her signs like she would wake up in the night and she would see him or she would hear him or whatever. And he basically said, you need to start writing this stuff down. You need to start, start a journal, blah, blah, blah. And then she realized after, after it all, like she had a book to write. And it was, it's just a really cool kind of firsthand account of someone who did not believe in the afterlife and did not believe in mediumship but she experienced it firsthand and it was like, I have to share this with everybody. And it was, it was a really, really cool, really short, quick read, super easy. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, we can go one at a time if you guys want, we're just, we're winging it today. Up to you, what do you
1: wanna do? Tell us, tell us, okay, so what did that lead you to after that?
0: Um. You know, I, I already, believed in the afterlife and I believed that mediumship was a thing, but it was more about the signs and how signs come through that I didn't realize it was kind of an eye opener for me of, oh my gosh, I am getting signs with, you know, you look up at the clouds and there's a certain shape and you just go, hey, grandpa, you know, like it's that kind of thing um and it's so funny because I actually I I have the book in paperback but I also listened to it on um on uh you know audiobook and I remember driving one day and she was talking about something about the clouds and how they shifted and that she was trying to discount it as you know oh please you know everybody makes shapes out of the clouds or something like that and i looked up and i saw a cloud and i thought of someone in my life who had died in the last few years and i thought of his name and then like 10 seconds later on the recording on the audiobook she said his name and i just laughed cuz i was just like that's exactly what she's talking about like you think of somebody and then you know, that song comes on that was special to you or whatever. So it was really cool. And it was just a, it was just such a great illustration of like what a lot of people pass off as like ordinary life or whatever yeah. is not so. Right. that's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool, super yeah. cool. Um, and then, so I, I'll just, I'll finish mine. Cool. I'll finish mine cause it'll be easier. A couple books that I have been told by people that i'm studying with um hello from Heaven by bill guggenheim Bill and Judy guggenheim Hello from Heaven is um, uh, john edward and and a and a few other like big mediums talk about the research the research behind the field of of um you know, after death communication, mediumship, whatever you want to call it, is big. Like that's a that's a great book if you're interested in mediumship stuff. Um, for those in past life regression, Brian Weiss's *Many Lives, Many Masters* is kind of the go-to, the go-to book for um, how Brian, you know, his his story of how he how he got started um and that's a fascinating book it really is and i love brian because he's a psychiatrist like he's a medical doctor and happened upon past life regression stuff by accident really and that's what he talks about in this book many lives many masters is his first patient who you know as as he was leading her through a hypnosis to help her in therapy and she went and he tried to get her back as as far back in her childhood as he could and she went to a past life and that's how it all started for him and it's fascinating it it really changed his trajectory of where he spent his his time
1: and you know what, I want to interject in here something and then and then we'll, we'll go back to you to the book. So sorry to interrupt, but I think it's really, really super interesting because we talked about this on our very first episode, I think, when we were kind of like introducing ourselves and we were talking about how, you know, we're not here in, you know, turbans with rings on our every finger and like, you know, crystal ball, whatever. We are kind of, do I want to say pragmatic or I don't, I don't know what word I want to say, but there's a piece of each of us that I think needs a little bit of science behind it. So it's really interesting that a lot of the books, you know, one of the books that I'm, several of the books that I'm talking about, there's like the quantum physics aspect of it, Mm -hmm. and they're written by doctors and they're, Mm -hmm. so I think it's really interesting that the three of us kind of like, yeah, we've got this total woo-woo thing happening, but we also, okay, now where's the Let me see the studies or let me see the books by the doctors. You know what I mean? I think it's really super interesting. Yeah.
2: And I think the Brian Weiss, because that was on my list too. I loved that he is a psychiatrist and I loved that that was not in his realm of uh, imagination or possibility and that he couldn't discount it. And then once he was able to do that, it opened his practice up as well. But it was
1: interesting too, because yes, once he was able to do it, eventually it opened it pr- his practice up. But at first it was like, he was like, do I come out with this? Do I right. do this? And he did. And he was like shunned. Right. It was like, you know, the medical community was like, you're a whack job. Right. You, you know what I mean? Which is, which is, and
0: now, you Well, know, you know, it's like I, really and used. Here's, and here's the thing is there's a huge portion of the population who, looks at him and says you're this is legitimate and blah 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 there are still people who think you're a whack job and the thing is is like standing in the power of I know this to be true and it's so funny you talk about the science behind everything um I'm married to an engineer um (laughs) and, and you know when we meet people and I tell people you know what I do because I used to not and I do now, and my husband is right there backing me up, and he basically says, I don't know how she does it. I don't get it, but I can tell you, I know my wife, and I know that I'll hear her on a phone call, and she'll be saying these things, and it's that whole, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. He doesn't know this person. She's not out Googling their name and trying to find out whatever, whatever. It's, it's legitimate. Do I know how I do it? No, I still, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Like, no, I don't understand how it works. But there are people who've studied it from a scientific, from a, you know, physics, quantum, blah, whatever. Like, <laughs> get it. I don't know how light bulbs work either. You right,
2: know. right, right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Or Wi-Fi or yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> what else so, you got? So the last one I have, and it's along those same lines, and I will um, total disclaimer, I just got this book in the mail yesterday because I was at a, um, a workshop this past weekend with um, John Holland, who's a psychic medium, and Joe Scheel, who is is my and G- Jerry's um, mediumship mentor. Uh, and John suggested this book called You Are Psychic, The Free Soul Method um, by Pete Sanders Jr. And um, it's, it's also an MIT, a doctor, isn't he? Like he's okay. like, an, um, yep. Yeah. An MIT trained scientist proven program for expanding your psychic abilities. And so John, John was talking about that this book is like, it's like, it should be in every, every person who wants to, uh, expand their their psychic abilities it should be on your bookcase it was written originally in 1989 um and he actually taught us one of the methods that he had learned from this book so this is a very basic um here are the different types of intuition blah 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 and the you know the feeling around this is although not everybody has mediumship abilities, every human being has, you're born with intuition and psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. I mean, psychic abilities are just intuition, heightened, 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 basically. Mm -hmm. We're all born with intuition. And um, for most of us, it gets turned off, you know, as we go through uh, our human life and being told, you know, stop, stop that, don't say that kind of thing. But you can get it back. You can open your intuition up, even if you've already closed it off. Um, And so he, he taught us one method that he had learned from this book. And it was one of those, like, I've been doing this for a few years now. And I used his method called soul shifting to get into the zone to do a mediumship reading. And I was just like, damn, that was fantastic like you could i could just i could feel my energy shifting and i could feel myself going uh reaching higher and it's funny because he he was saying um before he taught us the method that was from this book he was saying do you ever say oh i'm not getting anything i'm not getting anything nothing's coming and he said is it nothing's coming or i'm not reaching high enough And it's that you have to shift your soul up to reach higher, to meet the vibration of the other soul that you're connecting with. Mm -hmm. So so I'm super excited. Like I said, I just, I, I ordered it off of Amazon. I literally was in class on Sunday. Yeah. And he mentioned it and I went out to Amazon and ordered it right then. And, it and I've and
1: actually it. read it and it is super cool. So I, I'm, I'm backing that book up too. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. Super yeah. cool.
0: So those are, those are mine. I mean, I definitely have lots of others um, that are interesting. Um, John, John Holland has a great book called Bridging Two Realms um, that is about mediumship. And mm-hmm. um, I have, I could talk all day about books. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, anyway, Ginger, Jerry, who wants
2: to share? I'll go next. Um, I was thinking the the first book that sort of shifted things, and it wasn't so much well, kind of spiritual, it sort of started the thing for me spiritually. And that was a book, that, uh, actually, two books that were written in the late 70s by Dr. Herbert Benson. Um, and I don't know if you remember, um, these books, they're very popular way back when, but it was called, the first one was the relaxation response and the second yes. one was beyond the relaxation response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually did a 10 week, um, class with his clinic out of Beth Israel in Boston all around this. Um, but I, but I read the book and, he, and again, he's a, a Harvard trained doctor, yes. um, very well thought of who thought that meditation was a bunch of baloney. He set out to disprove the effects of meditation, and he went all over the world, and Mm -hmm. when he went all over the world, he found the exact opposite, and he wrote the book, and it was on, it was like the beginning of the, not the beginning, but probably somewhere towards the beginning of the Transcendental Meditation Movement, Mm -hmm. and I was a teenager, you know, when that whole thing um, that I remember kind of started. Yeah. And so I loved it because um, he disproved, he disproved something that, you know, like sort of the hippies were saying were going on. He's like, yeah, that's not, that's not the case. And, and it was the case in his career. And they still do those mindful clinics out of Boston that I still think are based on his uh, teachings. That was, that was the first one. They're still probably around uh, and they're awesome. Both of the books are awesome. And then the other two that um, I read sort of in and around the same time had the same premise. And the first one was The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukov, um, who I think became popular on Oprah um, yeah. on yeah. her circuit after he wrote the book. But somebody had given me the book, and it was, to me, was eye-opening, mind-blowing. I don't know what the words are. Um, but having grown up Catholic and believed, I although I did believe that, You could be reincarnated, which is outside the Catholic faith, but everything else is kind of based the same way, right? You live a good life and then you ascend and, you know, whatever. And and essentially his book was written, uh, was written about where you go in between your lives, how you choose your next experience, the soul groups that you, a soul group that uh, you incarnate with, you typically travel with into the next life. Maybe not all of them, maybe some hang back or whatever. And that there's a piece of your soul that stays and you don't have a hundred percent of your soul here. But so, so in a sense um, it gave me the, um, I don't know what the right word, but the understanding that we are all part of the collective because we're everywhere. All of us are everywhere. We just happen to be in this life as an individuated soul Mm-hmm. And it changed everything for me. It really did. I, it was just um, uh, the possibilities were, yeah. uh, were yeah. so open. And then I was interested at this kind of in and around the same time. I don't know if you guys remember this book, the, the Celestine Prophecy. Yes. It's um, funny is, how
1: a lot of us have read a lot, <laughs> yeah, a lot I, of the same
2: I, books. <laughs> on the same track. But it was fiction, but it was still based on mm-hmm. spiritual awakening around those same thoughts. Um, And there were a couple out, I think, on the Celestine Prophecy. And then later on, Kathy's the same as you, I ended up with Brian Weiss, and I did all of his books except for the last one that I mentioned, which is the future, looking into the future, I haven't read yet. Um, And so those books really framed my whole, um, I don't know, spiritual reference, that we are here to experience, what, as divine beings, we're here to experience um, our human existence and that we'll continue to do that, and we'll vibrate higher, we'll raise ourselves up higher until at some point we reach enlightenment. And that was the basis kind of of all of the books that I was very interested in along the years. So cool.
1: Yeah. So, so, so cool. Okay, so mine, it's like, it's interesting. So I'm going to kind of like shift a little bit, but it's not really shifting. So what it is, is like, the, the first book that, that, so it's almost like this was before the intuitive and the psychic stuff, but then it kind of fed, like, led me sort of down that that path. The first book, um, a, a dear friend of mine, Cindy, and I know she's listening. Hi, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Um, gave me this book, like, like I think it was in the 1990s somethings, I think, and it was called "Excuse Me, Your Life Is Waiting" um, by a woman by the name of Lynn Grabhorn, and it was. About the law of attraction, but it was like just the basic, basic basic law of attraction, in other words, your thoughts become things. And it was like, huh And it's like the way she wrote it and the the examples she gave and stuff like this, and it was a pretty little book, not little, but it was like you could boom whip right through it. It was like it started to make me realize like, oh my God, like I'm doing this, I am creating my own life and and full disclosure I was a fairly pessimistic person and I don't wanna know, I was like my mother, my mother used to say like, you know, I'm, I'm a realist, I'm a realist. Like, of <laughs> course it's gonna rain on your day off. You, you know what I mean? Like, because it always does, you know what I mean? So you put that shit out there, Oops, sorry. No, we have an E on our thing, so that's okay. You put that stuff out there and it, of course it rains. So it's like, it was this whole thought. Be, thoughts become things. And that led me to Abraham Hicks and that blew open. Um, so Abraham Hicks has a whole bunch of books. Ask and it is given the law of attraction, the amazing power of deliberate intent, the astonishing power of emotions, money in the law of attraction, the vortex. They're all law of attraction based books, but they get bigger and bigger and bigger in that, not size wise, but they give you processes Mm -hmm. and they give you when you're trying to manifest something. um, This is how you do it. So um, I know that's like law of attraction, but at the same time, when you start um, reading and studying with Abraham Hicks, And we, you know, my husband and I, myself first, and then my husband came to a couple of them. We would go to um, law of attraction workshops. And Abraham Hicks is Esther, and it used to be her husband, Jerry. Jerry has passed, but who channels a group of non-physical beings they call Abraham. So that's where it kind of led me to that, holy crap, like there is stuff still on the other side there are still and and it's and and that kind of like really sort of opened everything up for me in that expanding of your world and it's not just us here just us and that's it and then you die and it's over do you know what i mean and then what we were talking before about is those led me on to the books i don't know if you've ever read it but it's an amazing book what the bleep do we know Discovering the Endless Possibility for Altering Your Everyday Reality. Um, and and then after that... Um, and, that's,
0: and that's written by who?
1: That is written by... It's a group. It's um, William Arntz, Betsy Chase, and Mark Vincente. Okay. Okay. Um, and they also had a movie. It's easy. You can get the movie. It's, you know, go to Amazon and what the bleep do we know? Um, and that's when like the quantum physics kind of aspect uh, came up at the next book uh, that was around the same thing was the biology of belief, unleashing the power of consciousness, matter, and miracles. And that's by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. So again, there's that piece that we, we all kind of like, yeah, we got the woo woo, but then we need like the, the, We like that scientific background. And they're basically, the law of attraction is basically quantum physics. Right. Um, You know, and I know I'm dumbing it down, dumbing it down way, way, way much, but it's like, there are all these alternative universes going on. We're all energy and that's based on, you you know, E equals MC squared, everything's energy. So if you just align yourself up with the certain energies, those are the things that can come to you. So if you're vibrating at this like anger, despair, frustration, depression, whatever energy, that's the same kind of stuff that's going to come to you. If you're trying to vibrate more at contentment, happiness, joy, those are the things that are going to come to you. So it's, it's obviously, like I said, really big basics um, around that. Um, But uh, it really I think this was all the very beginnings of my spiritual journey Um, and then moving into shamanism and moving into, because because it, it was like, it's, like I said, it's not just us. There is stuff on the other side. There is, you know, stuff out there. There is this whole universe, for lack of a better, that is here for us to use and to connect with and to work with um, so to speak. So that was kind of like the, the very beginnings of, of again, the spiritual journey. And I've lived the law of attraction and, and I work it into my coaching sessions, um, with clients or whatever. Um, so there was that. And I also have to just mention this one book because it's like one of the greatest books in the world. And it's called the Tao of Pooh, oh.
0: <laughs>
1: as in Winnie the poo. Yeah. Um, and it's just, very much of a, of a law of attraction ish or whatever. And it's a, it's a fiction kind of thing, but it's just, just the, the, the way Pooh, Winnie the Pooh like, oh, lives his life and it just fits along with everything. So it's just like a really super fun book when you get through the Bruce Lipton's and the biology belief and the quantum physics books and the law of attraction, when you pick up the Tao of Pooh, you're like, awesome. Do you know and, what I mean? Because, yeah. it's-
0: and it's like every day and it's, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, it is, it's every
1: day. And it's like um, using your intuition, you go by the circumstances and listen to your intuition. You know, it's, it's just like, it's amazing. And it's like a tiny, tiny little thing that you're gonna like whip through.
0: And, and I'm just gonna put it out there that it's probably like the perfect <laughs> book on the back of the toilet seat book. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so you know, funny, I I'm gonna say so this. It's a little like one, like look at the one picture or the one whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and he, he, like, it, it's just, it, like I said, it's fiction, but it's written by somebody who totally knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who, who like totally gets it or whatever. And it's just, um, super, super fun. So I know, like I said, I know it's like, it feels like it's like in a different vein cause it's not like the, the psychic books or whatever. Although, like I said, I've read many of the psychic books, but it was like, this is going back. Um, mm-hmm. that really kind of, I got to say when I got that first book, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, it literally changed my life. Like, I know that sounds like, like dramatic, but it was like, oh, my God. Like, right. and, and I think for, in a, for the, in the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, look at all the things I've been doing wrong. But mm-hmm. then it immediately shifted like, oh, my God, like, look what you
2: can do. You know, well, look how you it can. It's right? I mean, oh, my God, that's exactly it. Um, when I'm listening to you, Jerry, uh, talk about that, some of the books that Kathy mentioned and that I mentioned, the crossover is a couple things. One is vibration, right? Yes. It is that we align ourselves vibrationally with what's coming, knowingly or not knowingly. Once you have the power and understand it, you can be more conscious of that. And in the books and some of the studies that we've done, like in the Akashic Records, which we um, did a, an episode that's coming up, yeah. um, is when you understand who you are at soul level and you're in alignment with your soul, you are vibrating at the rate to attract the things that exactly. will hold you up as an individual, right? Yeah. So whether you look at it from um, a more scientific way or in this language or in this frame of reference, it kind of all comes under it, the same thing. It
1: totally does, it totally does. And isn't it cool, like for me anyway, each time you read a new book and you think it's about something new, And then it kind of all comes back to uh, Mm -hmm. vibration and stuff like that that in itself is kind of empowering every single time it happens Mm -hmm. because you're like that's what it is you know that's what it all comes down to it's a really um super cool thing you know that they that they all and you know it it really i think kind of really dictates everything in your life and These things keep coming to you. Like it's no surprise that, you know, we found each other through animal communication and then we move on to this and we move. And these things just come in naturally into our lives when you're doing this type of work. It's like God, Spirit, Universe, whatever you choose to call it, lights that path up for you and continues to draw you forward. I know Abraham always talks about that we're all on doing this work, we're all on the leading edge. Mm-hmm. Because God's spirit universe is pulling you forward and, and putting these books or these workshops or these people or whatever um, in front of you to keep you expanding. And it all started with each one of us with a book, didn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. somebody put a book in front of us or somebody mentioned a book or you were walking through Barnes and Noble or whatever at the time. And all of a sudden you're like, huh,
2: you know, look at that. I love when I read something, let's say, or come across something and it turns what I have known to be true just a little bit. Yes. And I think, oh my God, I, that was not even something I could have thought of. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like that, I didn't, just that one little shift. All like those, a little piece that you're yes. like, oh God, yes. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh my God. Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Super awesome. Super awesome.
0: Um, so how about movies I have I, so I have one movie that I wanted to suggest and then Jerry you had a movie I have not watched it yet but you had a movie you suggested to me a couple of weeks ago and I swear it was called what the bleep do we know yes it, that's Joe Dispenza right uh, no it is what the bleep is
1: from the book Okay. I know I'm holding it up right now, and we're not even posting this recording. But anyway, um, they they made a movie. Um, William Arms, Betsy Chase, and Mark Vincent. It says co-creators of the movie. What the bleep do we know with Jack Forum and Ellen Irwin? So it was kind of like a group of people okay. um, that did this. But it but it is. Um,
0: Am I thinking of a different movie then?
1: I don't think so. I there's what the bleep what the bleep do, do we know? It's, it's pretty big. Okay. Like it's a, it's a pretty big thing. And it is about quantum physics and law of attraction and, and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's a, um, you can, you can watch the movie as opposed to read the book, but yeah. I would do both
0: to be honest with you.
1: Um,
0: um, and then the the movie that I have, and I'm going to, um, I'll tell you, and I'm just going to give you a little trigger, <laughs> trigger warning for any of you out there watching only because I was not given the trigger warning. So this is uh, actually a a movie that in John Holland's book, Bridging Two Realms, talking about mediumship, um, he refers to it as a movie, if you're interested in what the afterlife is like and what communication with the afterlife is like, that it's, he he says, probably one of the best examples in movie form. and the movie is called what dreams may come it's from 1998 um and i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly read the synopsis just so you can get an idea um after chris nielsen dies in a car accident he is guided through the afterlife by his spirit guide albert his new world is beautiful and could be whatever chris imagines even his children are there but when his wife, Annie, commits suicide and is sent to hell, Chris ignores Albert's warnings and journeys there to save her. Upon arrival, Chris finds that rescuing Annie will be more difficult than he'd imagined. Um, And so it deals with suicide, which is is part of the trigger warning. The other part is that the main character, uh, Chris, is played by Robin Williams. And so... For me, when I watched it, even though I really wanted to see it, I didn't know anything about it. It was in the book, Bridging Two Realms, that I had read by John Holland, and I was like, I really wanna see this movie. Um, I probably would have been better had I known the synopsis, which is why I just read it in case anyone's interested. Because I feel like if I had been able to like prepare myself for that the movie included suicide, I would have been not taken so off guard. So, But it is a really interesting um, – the, the parts that are interesting to me about it were the parts where the wife who's still alive is, is having communication with her husband on the other side, but she doesn't know it and she thinks she's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And for those of us who have had – who have been told this isn't, you know, it's not real, but have had spirit reach out to them over the years. Crazy. <laughs> you think you're going crazy. You think you're hearing things. I mean, you know, no, mine is smelling and, and I know that this video isn't going to go on, but I kept smelling myself because a couple minutes ago I got a scent of something that it's like, and I can't remember whose it was. And I didn't take the time to follow the spirit now, but I smelled someone's perfume from like, someone I knew 20 years ago and I'm like, trying like, is it me? <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But you do. There is a little bit of like, am I crazy? Oh. Um, and it, it's, so it's really interesting, but, um, yeah. So there's, that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's that.
0: Yeah. I don't really have, um, the,
1: the movies other than, like I said, what the bleep do we know? And, and, um, uh, I'm a reader. I'm a, big I'm a reader, reader too. Um, so so I haven't really, but I did see that movie. Um, yeah, and uh, what was the other one? That uh, the Sixth Sense. Was <laughs> no, I was it was sense cool, yeah. with with um, Bruce, Bruce
0: Willis. Bruce Willis. That- the only thing you know, the the only thing about that is is that. Um, and, and I think we actually talked about that movie at the workshop that I was at this weekend is that's not how it happens. Right. It's not, right. it's not like you're going to be having a big conversation with someone and then find out that they're a spirit. They're not. Exactly.
1: So if anybody's looking at that saying, Ooh, let me see what mediumship is about. That's not that, it. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, yeah. That's an entertaining movie. Um, but that's not it. Yeah. yeah. It that's doesn't, it doesn't work like that. What it's, um. what it's all about.
2: Any movies for you, Ginger? no i'm not more of a reader also i couldn't think i was laughing to myself about the sixth the sixth sense because yeah. that's the only one i could really remember that was really kind of out there yeah. Um, yeah but i didn't see the one with robin williams i'll have to look that up
0: yeah. yeah it's from you know like i said 1989 and it it someday i will go back and watch it again but um i'm it's been a few years since i watched it and i can still remember Watching it and being like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, there are so many more books. There are so uh, many. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could just go on and on. Um, and so I think what we should do is going
1: forward, let's just keep that in mind for ourselves, for each other, for the audience. Um, if any of them, if any of us find something like, "Hey, by the way," we'll definitely make sure we let everybody know. Like at the end of a one of our episodes, hey, by the way, just read this book, put it on your list or something like
0: that going yeah, on. We're always we're finding books. In
2: the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our listeners were so inclined to maybe share with us books that yeah. may have changed right. things for them
0: as well. Absolutely. Because I am I am a, a, a bit of a, a book lover as obviously you guys are too. So yeah, Anyone listening out there, if you're like, oh, uh, even if it's a fiction book, you know, there's a, Yes. there was a, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to plug one more book before we end here. Um, oh, and I don't even have it. Uh, we'll put it on the, well, I think we're going to list these books that we've mentioned here so people can not have to write it down while you're driving your car listening. Um, <laughs> but there's a book called, um, the forgetting time. And can't remember the author's name, I think it's Sharon something, but we'll figure it out um, and it is a a fictional story about um a woman and her her child who is like four years old and she thinks there's something wrong with him and and they think it's something like a, a mental illness or something because he keeps talking about when am i going to go back to my real mother when am i going to go back to my real mother and the book is a fictional account of stories and actually each chapter has an excerpt of real stories of um mostly children who are in this life presently, but they can remember their past lives. Mm. And so it fol- the book is, follows a fictional doctor from the University of Virginia's Division of Perceptual Studies, but that fictional doctor in the book is based on, I believe his name is Dr. Jim Tucker, and he studies children who are in this life now physically but can remember their past lives and it is fascinating it's a fascinating fascinating book and i remember um i remember uh a couple of years ago bringing it to um my book club and having them read it and having it be like oh i wonder how this is gonna go um and what was so interesting was when we got to the night of the discussion of the book at book club i believe it was one of the one of the women who was participating in the book club with us hadn't read the book which is allowed in our book club because we're mostly about wine and small talk <laughs> <My> <laughs> as it should <laughs> be <laughs> right but we were really talking about this book because um even people who weren't open to the idea were interested and it was a compelling story especially when they were like oh my gosh you mean that little intro at the at the beginning of every chapter was actually real life stuff um but the girl who hadn't read the book was like she was listening to us talk and she goes oh that's so weird my um my little sister used to say that all the time to my mother, like, when are you going to take me to my real mother? When are you going to take me to my real mother? And she's, and she was quite a bit older, I think, than her little sister. And she said, and I remember one day, my mother saying, okay, get in the car, we're going to go. And she said, and I remember being so upset that my mom was like, yep, I'm going to take you to your real mother. And And I guess, like, afterwards, she was just like, I just had to say that to her. Like, I get so sick of her saying, When are you going to take me to my real mother? But it's a thing, and it's really interesting, and and it goes into it in the book. So, if you guys have not read it, Um, Ginger and Jerry. I am going
2: to read it, but I'll tell you something. I watched, and I want to say it was it wasn't sixty minutes like a twenty twenty, and this was several years ago. And and it might have been this author who who it was, but it was. Um, they were interviewing a child who may have been a not not I don't even think a teenager, but remembered being um I think a mother or or parent or an older sibling. I don't remember, but it was from and it was the U.S. but Ireland. And they traced back and they found there were elderly, you know, oh, whatever wow. relatives there, but they did find that there was a he like he knew all kinds of stuff. There's no way that he would yeah, have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and so this this doctor
0: from UVA has gone over it's especially um prevalent in like Asia, India, you know where they're more open to this stuff that people would bring it versus taking your kid to a psychiatrist and finding out what medicine to put them on. Right. Um, and no, no judgment there. Please don't get me wrong when I say that. Um, but it's in America, that's where we go is, Oh, there's something wrong with you versus maybe there's something else going on. Um, but he was saying he had worked with children who, could say this is where I lived this is and they go and it's like they can speak a different language um fascinating book told from a fictional you know it's it's fictionalized but it's based on parts and pieces that were real. parts and pieces of real stories yeah. so cool. super fascinating Cool. yeah fascinating. Okay. Um, so I think we're gonna wrap this up I hope uh I hope everyone out there listening has maybe added a few more books to your list of books that might be sitting on your bedside table, like I have right now. Um, and if you guys listening have any books that you're like, Oh, this was really cool. And you want to share it, please go to our Facebook page, leave us a comment, or even maybe they can do it on our website. I think they can. Uh, yeah.
1: You can leave comments under our episodes on our website. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And let us know. Cause I'm always up for um, interesting books to read. So yeah. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode um, of The Psychic Wives. You can find us on our website, thepsychicwives.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Psychic Wives. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating, share, uh, you know, subscribe to us so you get um, our new episodes every week uploaded to your device share us with your friends, spread the word that we're here and uh the other places, I guess our Facebook. We have a, a Facebook page where you can comment and interact with us and that is uh facebook.com backslash the psychic wives. So cool. thanks, thanks everybody for being with us and okay. we'll uh we'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.